Today's show is brought to you by Casper. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash biggest and using promo code biggest. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe, from bad people to bad apples. <laughs> with over four million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox with me is Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. Bad yeah. apples. You're not kidding, man. Shopping for apples is such a huge pain in the ass and a big problem. You go in, none of all of the apples are named like um, the bad guys in Africa. Like they're all like honey yeah. crisp sweet apples, gala party apples. I'm like, I know, I know most of you are mealy and shitty, Pink but I don't lady. know yeah. which one. Uh-huh. Fuck you, apples, you motherfuckers. <laughs> and it's all it's all marketing now. Now everybody red oh, delicious. Marketing. Everyone hates red delicious. Everyone hates it now. And there are all these articles about red delicious they are mealy though now no actually crisp are the best you know oh, I, 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 no i think you're right i think university you're right minnesota no did you know the university of minnesota created the honey crisp apple i mean i believe it <laughs> yeah honey crisp man Genius. it's marketing is all it is all it is is marketing it, it, there's no reason honey crisps cost 2.99 a pound and then red delicious and everything else costs 99 cents no, but I, do you agree they taste better no i mean they taste they taste different they taste different i don't yeah, care about the yeah. price i just don't want to get stuck with mealy with a drawer full of mealy apples so here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. Red Delicious has a bad rap, right? <laughs> <laughs> Red Delicious. Because they're a substandard I, shitty I'm apple. I'm telling you. Fuck you, Sean. Here's the Sean thing. Sean knows. Your mouth is ruined with hot sauce, though. Sean knows what a good <laughs> apple is. Sean, this is no shit. Listen to this. Sean, look. <laughs> listen to this. Listen to this. All right? Okay. Listen to this. <laughs> okay. Red Delicious apples, right, have a bad rap, they, but they are back, baby. They are back with with a force. No. With, with vengeance. Try a Red Delicious. What do you mean Go they're try. back? They are back. So what happened is Red Delicious became the most famous apple and the most popular apple in America. Okay. And so all these- Like oh, Britney Spears. Yeah, it was the Britney Spears of, of apples. apples. It was like the pop of apples, right. right? So so you go to a grocery store, and they have, like, just nothing but Red Delicious apples. Uh-huh. And, uh, Overexposure. Yeah, and so so what companies started doing is they started creating these these huge warehouses where they stored Red Delicious apples before they were they're ready for market because uh-huh. they overproduced them. And then okay. they just put them in warehouses that were supposed to be air-cooled and conditioned and all that. Right. Then over time, those apples became mealy, and they were selling they those in the market. they got married to K-Fed. They, got, they, they were selling those apples to market and then that's the apple that people associate with red delicious but they stopped doing that red delicious is back baby and it's the healthiest apple it has the most antioxidants oh all right yeah. how do you feel about granny smith stop no Did no more you- apple <laughs> shit please welcome, welcome to apple talk all right guys uh i have we do last week <laughs> all right gentlemen the biggest problem from last week friend zoned pussies oh okay yeah yeah, friend-zoned pussies came in number one last week. Biggest problem. They're annoying. Yeah. For all the reasons we went over. Yeah, they're annoying. And then the Pope barely eked out into the positive territory, Dick. Well, I'm okay with that because this show is not always about problems competing. It usually is, but sometimes it's not. And in some cases, it's about whether something is a problem or not. Uh, For example, monkeys... Is it a problem or not? Is it in the is it in the positives or not? You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. The Pope in this case definitely in the positives. Um, okay. So he is a problem, Dick. I'm th- happy with that. That's that's okay. That, I agree with that latter part, but the. <laughs> 
entire show has been mischaracterized. It has always been whether or not something is a problem and not whether or not the two things can be competed. Well, but overall, in the grand scheme of things, what's the biggest also? Yeah, the, the problem that affects the most number of people. Well, okay. That's the biggest. Right. By definition. But, but it's by voting. Yeah. It's like people's perception of whether or not it's exactly. the biggest. Yeah. But yeah. so I'm, I'm also happy in some cases where it's, is this as big a problem? Is the Pope as big of a problem as the income tax? Another one I brought mm-hmm. in. Like I could, I want to go see the big problem list to yeah. see which is, which is higher. Yeah. You know, that's interesting to me. The Pope is a bigger problem than burlesque dancers, for example. Oh, burlesque dancers is still the most controversial problem to date on our show. Yeah. Every, nobody can decide whether or not it should or shouldn't be a problem. It's it's dead even, still ho- hovering around zero. Uh, the Pope actually called in. Do you want to no, hear? Yeah, let's hear the Pope. Yeah. Hey, Dick. This is Pope Francis um, calling from the Vatican. This is how I talk. <laughs> um, so I, I'd like to tell you, Dick, something as a Christian. Um, I, I was trying to change some ways, and I think you uh, mis- misheard what I said. I, I actually am gay. Um, I, I use condoms regularly. Um, I own a weapon manufacturing plant, uh, and I use the weapons made there to perform abortions. Oh, wow. um, so yeah, you really, really, you really got everything vote. I said wrong. Um, oh, sorry. So uh, go, go vote down me. Huh. Fuck you, dick. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Wow. <laughs> wow. Really salty language from a pope. Uh, oh, angry, angry pope. He um, called in again. I don't know if you want to hear him again. Uh, yeah, let's hear okay. from our gay pope. Well, yeah, okay. Good day to you guys. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is Pope Francis. Today, on this, the day that I've called you. <laughs> Let me understand this. Dick, from what, from what I've heard. You've taken umbrage with the fact that I've come to your country, spoken to your politicians, giving out my opinions. Uh This is a good thing. Progress only happens when men of dignity listen (laughs) to the ideas of many different men. Never, ever go against the Catholic family again. You got it right. I will forgive you this time, my son. He sounds like But if it were to happen again, then you would open your mouth. He's doing Don Corleone. And say such things about me. One of my bishops might have to open up one of your veins. (laughs) Good day to you. And Maddox, the only way that you will find salvation is if you admit your sins and stop diddling little boys. I don't think that's the point. Good day to you, sir. All right. right. Pretty good Brando. Yeah, it is. Yeah, real real tough pope over there. Um, I got a comment from Emma Olson. He says, uh, excuse me, Emma's a she. She says, Maddox, how did you oh, miss the weird. glaring opportunity? Weird name for a girl. What, Emma? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those gender neutral names. <laughs> like Stephanie. Yeah. Or Bruce. <laughs> like Lucy. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, I got I, I got an argument with some people. Uh, Over apples? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, just to rewind five minutes ago. Um, no, about uh, about whether or not you should choose gendered names for your kids anymore. And people are saying, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't choose gendered names. Uh, if you, Especially if you're not sure if your child is androgynous, you shouldn't choose a gendered name. <laughs> oh, yeah, God, so I'm like, well, what do we name me. everyone? Just like nu- uh, gray, neutral? Name like, them what? numbers. Nutria, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Emma Olson says, Maddox, how did you miss the glaring opportunity to name your new amnesia bit Deja Dick? Uh, that's pretty funny. Deja Dick would have been a, a better name for it, but yeah, it's uh, Dick Instant Amnesia. I also got a comment from Kyle Kincaid. He says, wait, 
Maddox spends... Oh, hold on. <laughs> I just realized what kind of message this was. Wait. Maddox spends five minutes bitching about human robots and people using the Nuremberg defense at work that they're just doing their job, in quotes, right? But then he bitches about Kim Davis just needing to shut up and do her job, oh. and Dick didn't call him out, question mark, exclamation mark, number one. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Kyle Kincaid, <laughs> idiot. The problem is Kim Davis, so we mentioned this oh, in the God, last episode. Oh, God, are we getting into Kim Davis again? Oh, i got to mention this. Kim yeah, Davis. but you can't just mention it. It's a whole thing. Well, well okay. it's a, com- it's a comment. We're okay. going over the comments. All right. Go so ahead, Kim go Davis, ahead. last episode, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about her. She was the one who was grandstanding and not signing uh, declarations of marriage for gay people. Because it violates her beliefs, her sacred no. beliefs. You can say it in a dumb voice, but well, that was her reason. Yeah, her reason is bullshit, Dick. And you, of all people, should see a scam a million miles away. This Kim Davis, no, hold on. This Kim Davis chick, right, she, uh-huh. says, she says it violates her sacred beliefs. You know what? Every time you get married, you make sacred vows. Under the eyes of God, you make sacred vows, and you make sacred vows to each other, and you promise each other you're going to be with them for better or worse, sickness and health. You're going to be together forever. Uh-huh. That's it, forever. Four times she's been married. Four and times divorced. she broke, three times she broke her vows. Right. Three times she broke sacred vows that she chose herself. Yeah. She doesn't believe in shit. And also, the oh, vows. The, 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 well, are you going to stack them all up, well, or you want to yeah, go through I'm them building one a by case one. here. I'm building a case oh, okay. here. Okay. So, so, so this <laughs> yeah. whole the whole gay marriage thing, right, comes uh-huh. from Leviticus. Oh God. Yeah, and in Leviticus, it also says that eating fat is a sin. Yeah. Yeah, carelessly making an oath is a sin. She's done that for uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. Eating any seafood without fins or scales is a sin. Well, she's also gluttonous. She's fatter than hell. Sure. Have you seen it? That's a sin. Yeah. Lying is a sin. Going to church within 33 days after giving birth to a boy. That's a sin. These are all, you can't pick and choose. She was just cherry picking one thing from Leviticus because she's a bigot. That's all it is. Oh, man. All right. That's what I got to say. What do you want to say? I find it so bizarre when people quote the Bible to, like, disprove other biblical beliefs. Because it's like, well, okay, here's, here's one to disprove your beliefs. Matter cannot be created or destroyed. So just throw out the entire book. Well, that's like a, that's a theory. Oh, oh yeah, that's it. A, is. That's a theory. The conservation of energy is a theory. It's not a law. It is. They call it the law of conservation of energy, but there's no proof for it. Okay. Um, I don't know where you, I don't know where you. There's a better go example you Kim had Davis. though. I, I, I see what you're saying. You're saying that that when people use the Bible to disprove the Bible, it's kind of silly because then, it's silly. Yeah. It's so it, it's it's like it, I'm so tired of hearing it. Like yes, I get it, and it it says like don't don't eat fish or eat fish. It's like a full of a bunch of stupid rules for primitive apes. Yeah. We all understand. You don't need to convince those of us that understand the Bible's contradictory that it's contradictory. You're talking to someone who grew up in like. Rural is the daughter of a pastor. Like, what What do you think? You're, Her? You're, she was the daughter of a pastor? Yeah. Well, she wasn't Christian until like three, four years ago. I don't know what that has to do with it, well, but then, she's the daughter of a pastor. Well, re- whether or not she's the daughter of a pastor, I mean, I'm, Look, I'm, the, da- I'm the son of conservative parents. I grew up in a conservative state. That doesn't mean anything. Here's all I'm saying. Before everyone knee jerks all over Kim Davis, I get it. I get it. You're all very tolerant. You're all very smart. We all get it. Everyone knows that she did the wrong thing. Everybody knows this. All I'm saying is this is an elected official yeah. who told the federal government to go fuck themselves. Oh. Okay? okay? I'm on board with that yeah. no matter what. That's, when it comes to being principled about, like, 
you know, states voting and states' rights and oh, democracy. Boy. Yeah, you can. Libertarian <laughs> agenda. <laughs> oh, it's always. hard. To, it's hard to defend principles when they have a bad result, right? When like, well, a bunch of people voted and they say we don't want we don't want gay marriage. Like, well, uh, do it or we'll throw you in jail. You know, yeah. that's a gray area, yeah. right? Surely, like, let's use our words. Let's convince these people. They had in Kentucky, and I think, I don't know if this is true federally, but there is there is a law saying you have to make concessions for people's beliefs a little bit. You have to try. Yeah, um, and they did. They did I, try. See, I don't think they yes, did. Yes, they did. I, no, he, no, the here's, here's the, why I think it's a scam. You say I can, you say I know what a scam when I see it. Here's why I think it's a scam. I think that the governor and the Congress of, of Kentucky could have said, you know what, we're, we're going to make it a law. We're going to make it a state law. We're going to override your authority and say, you don't have to have your name on this certificate. It can be anybody. Because we can do that. As a governor, I can do that. And I'm going to, but, 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 because of the climate down there, I think that would be political suicide for them. So they didn't do it and threw her under the bus. I th- It's cool. I like people getting made fun of. On the news, like I love here, like oh look at this fucking bigot. But what is it? What really happened? That's all I'm saying. Dick, they did make an exception. The judge literally said that the deputy who worked in the office could sign it off instead of her, and she still said no. This fucking cow still well, said no. She's still grandstanding. She's a bitch. She's just a solid gold bitch. Ice cold. But that's made, not. She's sculpted. Absolute. A sculpted bitch, born and raised, man. That's just, just a bitch seed. Grew up to be a bitch tree. She's a huge bitch, bitch, huge big fucking bitch. She's a red delicious of bitches. I think someone else is gonna do it. (laughs) I would eat the shit out of her if she was a red delicious, buddy. (laughs) I think Kim Davis for days. Oh man, that bitch. All right. So anyway, uh, but you know, you're you're right. She should have just done her job. Yeah. No matter what. No, you fucking. (laughs) See, and that's what this dipshit, that's yeah, what this that's moron, Kyle Kincaid, no, Kyle Kincaid here, because uh-huh. I literally said in that in that episode when I was talking about human robots, I said, look, guys, there are exceptions to this rule. There are exceptions yeah. to most rules. And I want people to follow up. I want people to do their jobs in certain circumstances, when it's life or death or when it's when it comes to uh, agreed upon, generally agreed upon good things, when you're not inhibiting someone's right, uh-huh. when you're not cherry-picking things that you believe from the Bible, when you're not cherry-picking your principles. Yeah. And yeah. by the way, by the way, not allowing gay people to marry because apparently the Bible says signing a document is now a sin. Fuck you. But uh, well, Apparently she that was is elected, hold on, it wasn't. Hold, hold on, that is not that is not equivalent to some guy telling me to walk four blocks before I get on a bus that I need to get on. <laughs> yeah, it's not fucking equivalent. Because your shit. belief is that you should be able to sit out of the sun. Is that what this is all about? <laughs> yeah, it that's is all about it came that. down to. It's still about the bus. It's like, Matt, about Maddox, that. How come you expect this guy uh, to do his job but not Kim Davis? Because I because dipshits learn the difference between all and some. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Learn. Uh, yeah. Go to preschool. Preschool. They teach you that shit. They teach you all and many. Mm-hmm. You know, all and many are different things. I don't think she's grandstanding either. Oh, she like is. she shut down the she shut down the whole office because she didn't want to treat straight people more. She didn't want to give them something she couldn't give gay people. Like she said, I can't marry gay people because it's against my beliefs. So I'm not going to do any marriages because I don't feel right. Marrying some people and not others. I'm like, well, that's pretty, that's almost shockingly reasonable from someone who thinks gay people are going to hell. What are you going to say? Somebody help this stupid lady out. Somebody who, somebody who has power over her 
Help her out here. Dick, all she is is a fucking glorified notary. Okay, she just signing a document. That doesn't mean shit. She's not. She uh, doesn't have the something power. To her though, it doesn't fucking matter what it means to oh. her. If you don't like it, fucking quit your job and stay home and don't be an elected official. Don't work in jobs where you're afraid your precious morals and your precious beliefs, which are all bullshit. You don't believe in anything. All Kim Davis believes in is being a bitch. Hey, She's bitch teeth. If the same thing was happening with guns. I would 100% support a local elected official who is standing up to the federal government and taking guns away. Was you? Do you think that's crazy or not? Explain. Explain that scenario. If well, if the, okay. Let's say um, government came in and said, you know what, we're we're taking all guns. Yeah. So local cops, it's now fe- it's now federally illegal to have guns. Local cops go round them up, and the local sheriff said, "Oh fuck you, no fucking way." So the, what, what would happen then? Feds come in, you're under arrest, you're violating federal law, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. This is just like weed. Like we say, uh-huh. we're making weed. Chris, so Chris Christie gets elected to the White House. Like that fat ass rolls into the White House and says he's going to enforce federal marijuana laws. So he comes to Colorado and says, you're all fucking guilty. Yeah. I would hope every single elected official said, fuck you. These are our laws. Now, I don't agree with the no gay marriage thing. If anything, I don't want the government to be involved in it at all. Yeah. It's a contract, uh, right? I guess. I mean, uh, I mean this in my in my world, that's way better, but that's not on the table, right? Well, it is. There's two different types of marriages. You can have a ceremonial marriage and which is just the ceremony, and right. then the legal marriage, which is just a document that they file in a fucking but filing also, cabinet. But there's also civil union. And yeah. the problem was that they didn't get it called marriage. Like, civil unions existed. No, but civil but, unions were not the same as marriage. You still didn't get visitation rights so, in hospitals. So then knock down marriage to civil... Like, don't... Well, that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather have marriage knocked down to the other one. All I'm saying is, yeah, it's easy. It's easy to beat this poor, stupid, fat, ugly woman up. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not piling on about her looks. Yeah, but or everybody's her... piling. I know, but that's, but that's unfair. If she was attractive, now people take wouldn't. The high road. No, no, mm-hmm. but no, but for real. Now like, I'm the asshole. No, yeah, I don't think I don't think people. You don't are... think Kim Davis is ugly? She's well, ugly. That's as irrelevant. Shit. That's irrelevant. Whether Ma- or not she's ugly is irrelevant. Like, yeah, but it's just it's just like a, a, a additional mean piling on. Of course she is. She's not great looking. But here's the thing, man. Uh, let's let's keep the, let's focus this. <laughs> I don't on... even know Why? you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Being ugly doesn't make you a worse person. It's factual that she's ugly not to the not to what no, we're talking about disney taught us all that beautiful people are good and ugly people are bad. right so yeah. when i say she's ugly 100 factual but people think that that's a slam uh that's your is. own that's your own prejudices but but here's the thing had you not known anything about kim davis would you just single her out and, and make fun of her for being ugly uh yeah me oh god Sean, yeah Sean's i walk around like all hyena. day like look at that ugly motherfucker over yeah there. Look at that but bitch. you know she, not, she can pull off those not on the not on the scale not to fifty thousand listeners on the world famous biggest problem in the universe podcast what do you mean why um no you, wouldn't you don't just, think i would make fun of her for single, being ugly no you wouldn't single single someone out like that for being say ugly or uh, unattractive had they not had those ugly opinions and ugly beliefs like look man kim davis the the bottom line is um I don't think it's it's the same as that example of the gun because first of all, uh, gun rights are part of the Constitution, whereas this is like Marriage some weird. Is not. Well, yeah, but the Constitution doesn't abridge rights. That's not what the Constitution is for. The Constitution is not there as a document that tells you what you can't do. Just because it doesn't explicitly prohibit it in the Constitution. The Constitution doesn't give you the rights to play video games. doesn't give you the rights to walk down the park or do anything. Those are just inherent rights. Those are inherent inalienable rights. Yeah. 
And then, it, are, but it, it does say all the rights not covered here go to the states. No, yeah, but uh, the, the states can still cannot abridge your rights. They can't. Okay. Even state law, like it, like Los Angeles parking is a good example. You can p- generally park anywhere you want, mm-hmm. so long as it doesn't say you can't. That mm-hmm. those are the laws. If it doesn't say you can't, then you can. That's it. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. They they determined what marriage is. Never had done it before. Now they had. Right. Well, it's because they were s- preventing people from doing it. Hey, if you think five lawyers should be the ones doing that, oh, more power to you. A lot of people don't. You, I, I, and that's another, I read another comment uh, in the comment section. Somebody was saying, hey, Maddox, but Kentucky state law says that gay people can't marry. And the problem is, shithead, this, Kentucky state law can't pass any goofy law they want that supersedes the Constitution. They can't just pass a law that says slavery is legal now. They can't just pass a law well, that— Well, that get struck down as unconstitutional. Well, yeah. That's the point. Exactly. But that's not what this was. They struck it down as unconstitutional and defined what it is. What it is. That's very different. Saying you can't have this law is Are its own thing. Are you opposed to it, Dick? Are you opposed to opposed? this law? I'm opposed to marriage okay. as a government institution. Yeah. So it's hard to say I can't say I'm opposed— to only straight marriage, but pro-gay marriage. I like that. Ev- I like that everyone's happy about it. I don't think it's necessarily a good thing, and I don't think it was done in a good way. And I think this problem that's happening is going to come up again. And next time, it's not going to get the big media storm because nobody stopped to understand what's going on. Well, the reason that this is a government institution is because there are taxes involved. There are there shouldn't there be. are different yeah but there are there are taxes involved and it complicates things when it comes to kids when you have kids you uh, you have to either share the same name or or find out some kind of legal custody because if, if that exists. the kid goes to yeah but it's all complicated it's, with, without it. I looked into this dick don't don't I don't, looked don't into it me. too don't bullshit me either adoption oh, exists oh, without marriage yeah what's the option what's what option you, you're you're telling me the option exists tell me what that option is the, you mean a world without the government institution can of I marriage? Fin- can I, yeah, can I finish this point? Sure. The option without marriage is uh, some really obscure legal document called, uh, it's not power of attorney, it's one step higher than power of attorney, mm-hmm. uh, where you have to sign basically um, some right that allows someone who you're partnered with to have absolute full control over everything in your life, including your finances and your health records and everything else. That is the only legal alternative to marriage. And if you have a child with somebody and you go, you want hospital visitation rights, marriage is the only way to do that. That's why m- marriage is a government I- institution. I don't fucking trust a company with that authority. A uh, company? Be- what do yeah, you mean? Well, the alternative would be either a company to, to someone's got to keep uh, track of this shit dick if somebody if your kid shows up at the hospital uh broken leg or whatever their parents or legal guardian is going to come and pick that kid up uh-huh. right they need to have some way of verifying that you are actually related to this kid or or you're supposed to be there or you have authority to make decisions on behalf of this kid that's why marriage exists and that's why the government should be in charge of those documents in that filing process because i don't fucking trust the company to do that because next thing you know it's going to be like uh, uh equifax and transunion you have to pay a fee every every couple months to check up on your uh your your, your spousal affiliation or your families. That's fucking bullshit, man. I look, there's a purpose I don't know what for you're government. talking about with, with Equifax and companies controlling stuff, though. TRW, Equifax, TransUnion, these are the credit companies. You know companies. that me and you can make a contract right here in a piece of paper and it's valid. Well, right? sure. Yeah. Okay. A company doesn't need to be involved in that. Well, then who's going to enforce that contract, though? I mean, we, well, we courts, need a witness. We courts. need a notary. You need we a need, notary, yeah. Right. Right. But, but uh, again, back to this point, though, Dick. The alternative to marriage 
is, uh, and by the way, I hate marriage. You know I do. I, I absolutely loathe it. But the alternative is some company trying to take care of this bookkeeping process, which is insane. I don't know where that company part comes from. Well, who's going to do it? Who's going to find out? If you go to a hospital and you want to But take I just a- described a scenario where you and I have a contract and there's no company involved there. Okay. It's notarized, and then if there's an issue, you take it to court. So so what? When Every time you go to the hospital, you just bring bring a whole pile of uh, of papers and, and notarized little trinkets and, and things that we signed here on this I mean, coffee you table? you don't like- bring in a marriage certificate when your kid's in the hospital. You just show up. I mean, there's... Uh, like there's not a weird document procedure to prove they're your kid. Well, you, you don't have, have to bring. If there's some cases where we have to bring a birth certificate, but the right. birth certificate lists the parents on it. That's yeah. enough to prove parentage. Yeah, but in the, most cases. But but you aren't able to come into that that hospital unless you have a right to do so. Well, you yeah, don't but get they re- don't a visitation. Like rights. if you. Have you been to see somebody in the hospital? There's not like a Gestapo agent standing outside checking your papers. They just kind of take your word for it. Right, but up until something happens, if you are going to make a life or death decision on behalf of somebody, sure, you better have the authority to do so. Otherwise, yeah. it's your ass on the line. Yeah, there's uh, birth certificates, custody papers, I guess, if you had to sue for custody for somebody. Yeah. yeah. This is all covered. It's not like the marriage contract is not the key to this it gets it gets complicated uh who who owns custody who owns who has the right to raise that child like that's why marriage is is uh is this thing and look man it's not per- it's not perfect uh, obviously it's a it's a huge problem and i i ideally in a, in a perfect world i marriage would be abolished but then we need to find a solution for um custody rights and cust and, vi- and visitation rights and all these other complicated things that arise from healthcare. okay yeah you want to get to a problem? Dick, before we move on, we have to talk about this. Uh, we got this beautiful piece of art. It's mm-hmm. a plaque, all right? It looks like a giant middle finger, <laughs> and it's gold, and it's flipping you off, and it says, Dick and Maddox get raped. Oh, is, very good. Is what the plaque says. And this thing, we'll post the picture on the website. It looks so realistic, like creepily so, Yeah. right? You can see the... the uh, the someone's prince. hand was used someone, yeah, someone who has hand. a big meaty hand by right the way. oh yeah it's veiny it's got you can see the uh the skin texture even the fingerprints on this thing it's insane i've never seen anything this detailed and then it, it, it was accompanied by a note this was sent to us from let's see there's a watermark uh called from an organization called cunt c-u-n-t hmm. and it says dear <laughs> yeah spell it yeah <laughs> It's well. It's, 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 K, it's got the initials here. C U N T. Awesome. Yeah, it's it, it's initials. Each each letter stands for something. And I'll tell you what it stands for. This is a legitimate organization. Came from uh, Utah. This guy named Tom Line. He says, "Dear Dick and Maddox, as chairman of the Central Union of Network Telecommunications, cunt, it is my honor and privilege to bestow upon you our annual award for factually unresearched coverage of kosher and essential rhetoric in a podcast. Oh, good. <laughs> your, it's about time. Your contribution to podcasts as a form of media has been invaluable. Millions of hours have been squandered following you two on a whirlwind exploration as you seek to address every problem in the universe from animal fuckers to zoo files. <laughs> the award committee hopes that this plaque will not only give you both great pride in your achievements, but will inspire you to continue discussing your trivial annoyances at great length. Again, congratulations and best wishes for future success. Sincerely, Tom Lund, a.k.a. Mr. Lug. Oh, that's great. Yeah, the, he's the president of the Cunt Association. Oh, that's cool. Thanks, yeah. Tom. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, you go ahead and get raped as well. Yeah. I love how that became a thing based on a YouTube comment. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's get to a problem, Dick. Okay. I got the biggest problem in the universe, buddy. Bacteria. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, bacteria. Good one, huh? Yeah. Now, now, Dick, I have to be precise here because I'm going to get all these morons, these dipshits. <laughs> hey, morons. Already defending it? Yes, I just, <laughs> I, I can hear their idiotic, uh, their responses and their emails to me. I'm still getting fucking uh, comments about the death thing. Like, uh, there's some good things about death, too. Yeah. Uh, no shit, fuckhead. This is, this is the thing. I, I know there's good bacteria, all right? Yeah, everyone knows there's good bacteria. Yeah. We all know. It's not a big fucking deal. We know it makes yogurt. You know, we know you got it in your gut. You needed to digest things. Yeah. A lot of bacteria is, is helpful. We get it. All right. I'm talking about pathogenic bacteria, fuckhead. All right. There's bad bacteria. I'm talking well, about the bad bacteria. You put that on the list then. I'm you only talking put- about the rapist Mexicans, yeah. not the good ones. <laughs> then you're just talking about rapists, Sean. <laughs> No, it's it's pathogenic bacteria. Those, that's the bacteria that I'm talking about here. What is that? It's bacteria that's bad for you, that infects you. Oh. Path, a pathogen. A pathogen is okay. a bacteria, it's something that infects you, right? And I, I looked into this. This is kind of interesting. So bacteria was first, uh, this is according to, I think, Wikipedia. It says bacteria was first observed by the Dutch microscopist Antony van Leeuwenhoek in 1676. And he originally called bacteria, when he saw them, he called them animalcules. Hmm. Animal kills. Small molecules made out of animals or molecule-sized animals. He just thought they were like, oh, little tiny, like almost like homunculuses. Animal kills? Animal kills. Yeah, little animals crawling around, creepy crawlies all over everything. Um, so I looked into this, man, and and uh, diseases caused by bacteria are, uh, there's a ton. Here's here's just a few yeah. of them. Tetanus, typhoid fever, diphtheria, syphilis, dick. Cholera. Food Syphilis bo- <laughs> is caused by being too cool. What are you talking about? <laughs> Foodborne illness, <laughs> leprosy, tuberculosis, syphilis, dick, acne, anthrax, dick. <laughs> anthrax, you think I fucked a cow? I have fucked a couple cows. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kim Davis. Hey. <laughs> Dysentery, gonorrhea, and urinary tract infection. These are all things that uh, that are caused by bacteria. You know what isn't caused by bacteria, though? I looked this up. Uh, malaria. Malaria is not. And malaria is not viral either. Do you know what malaria is? Getting bitten by mosquitoes? Yeah, it's parasitic. Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's what malaria is. Uh, so important distinction. Malaria is not bacterial. And viral infections are not bacterial either. A lot of times people take antibiotics anytime they get sick. Oh, but guys. God. I, I, I've known people yeah, like it doesn't this. work for a cold. Yeah, they just a virus. Well, they, it makes ev- it makes super bugs too. It makes all yeah. the other like little resistant. bacteria you have floating around resistant to that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, it, we are we are unnaturally selecting. We're, I guess we're just selecting uh, bacteria resistant bacteria. It's unnaturally because we're doing it with chemicals. Yeah. Well, so so a while natural. ago, I had this uh, I had this argument about uh, natural selection. And uh, evolution is not the only way that, uh, excuse me, natural selection is not the only way that evolution occurs. Um, there's a number of different processes that, that go into the mechanism of evolution, and we are one of them. And biologists don't like to think of humans as part of the ecosystem. We don't like to think of us as things that, that affect our ecosystem. Biologists, biologists don't like that? Yeah, because they're not, they're not, uh, they're not copying to, I mean, some biologists do, but for the, for the large part, biologists, anytime humans breed a specific type of cow or breed a specific type of chicken or create a type of uh, 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 fruit or something that, yeah. that humans like or enjoy, we have selected that, right? Yeah. And we somehow are not part of that process. We, we don't factor ourselves into this, uh, this genetic evolution equation. What do you mean that they don't, we don't factor ourselves in? I would think biologists are well aware of this. Uh, They're yeah. smart guys. 
Yeah, but they don't call that. They don't call it. Uh, they don't call that evolution. They they call it something else. It's not. It's not evolution. I talked to a biologist, and they were they were very uh, very careful to not confuse that with evolution. They said, no, 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 that, that's not evolution. I'm like, well, why not? I mean, we are creatures. We're just creatures walking around this earth. We select certain breeds of animals. Do you really to think live. that's a majority opinion, though, of biologists? I, I don't know, Sean. But maybe, is it? Is you it just, I mean, you're, you're stating it like it is. I talked to one. I talked to uh, one one professional biologist. Yeah. And then I looked at, into it online, and there's no there's no term for this that I could find. There's no explanation. And then and Isn't then it just selective breeding. Yeah, that's. I mean, you call it anything other than evolution, but selective breeding is evolution. Mm. Yeah. It's well, it seems like because we always like try to refine species yeah. when we selectively breed them. Sure. Evolution seems like turning a bacteria into a human well evolution doesn't always necessarily uh result in something that is better than the previous generation it seems like it would make it more confusing to use evolution like what you're talking about like Uh, hey everybody look i evolved this uh this dalmatian from a less spotted dalmatian well see so if have you ever seen those screensavers where they have those um simulations where they have a bunch of little critters crawling around there's like a red and a blue and whatever and due to some random uh what's the what's the word is is it stoastic it's a stoastic process or something like that it's not stoastic anyway it's it's some random process that they have certain creatures evolve over time and you watch on the screensaver and certain species uh the red maybe the red gets really powerful and then the red overpowers the blue and the blue dies off but then the yellow takes over the red whatever that's kind of like this evolution process but we have set the parameters for that evolution and just like that in nature there are certain parameters that nature kind of sets for the evolution of a certain species in that in that environment, right? That's how evolution works. It's it's related to your environment. But rarely have I ever seen biologists factor humans into that equation of their environment. Hmm. I just don't see that. I just don't see that happen. Okay. Um back to bacteria. Pathogenic bacteria. Path- are you going to put bacteria on the list or pathogenic bacteria? I'm putting path- pathogenic bacteria for all the dipshits. Okay. That's not a dipshit thing. It is. What? Back- regular bacteria is great. They Dick, do more good than harm. Dick, you brought in flight as a solution. Yeah. Right? Flight. flight. Flight's great. Flight's yeah, awesome. Of course. Who doesn't like flight? But there's bad things about flight. Like what? Not, is planes, this going to be another one of crash. your 9-11 speeches? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen. Have you ever heard of Allah? Uh, <laughs> I'll burn a Quran so fast you won't even see it coming, Maddox. <laughs> no, listen, man. Um, there's bad things about flight. Planes crash all the time. Yeah. The airport security sucks. Uh, yeah. The, the uh, fuel surcharges are terrible. F- planes pollute way more than cars. Like by far, planes cl- pollute uh, more than cars. Huh. I didn't. I didn't believe that. Actually, uh, one of my friends told me that. And per I, capita, per passenger. Yes. Huh. Absolutely. Planes so you got a 200 pollute. people on a plane that's more mm-hmm. pollution than mm-hmm. 200 cars? Absolutely. It's more pollution than like 2,000 cars. It's a lot. Good. I looked into it. I lo- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the environment. All right. <laughs> Go ahead well, with no, your No need to prove this point. <laughs> anyway, man, uh, the CDC estimates that every year, roughly one in six Americans or 48 million people get sick and 128,000 are hospitalized and 3,000 die of foodborne illnesses. Dick, I just got a foodborne illness twice. Twice. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you get? All right, it I want to hear your story. No, no, no. I don't want to. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I got it. I got it. Um, actually, on the last day of shooting, I, I, I'm back. I'm back from Vegas, by the way. Oh. I, I hadn't even mentioned that. Yeah. I'm done. Great. I'm done filming the first season of the game show, and I'm back. But the last day that we were there, we all went to this Chinese restaurant, and had some uh, had some food. Is that the Bellagio? 
All right, you fuckheads. Pretty fancy. Yeah, real fancy. We paid upwards of like, I don't know, two hundred dollars for five people for for shitty Chinese food. It was just dim sum. And we all got food poisoning. Oh. All all but one Everyone? of us. Everyone? Everyone got food poisoning, except for one of us. Did you write them? No, you get it a was a free meal out of that. Ah, fuck it. I'll I, write them. I was done. I just wanted to get home. Um, so we went back to the hotel room. And we're all going to take a little nap and then go out for drinks later, right? Yeah. And I come downstairs. Like, I wake up. I, I've never, this has never happened to me before, Dick. I, you know how sometimes you dream and, and you got to pee and you start dreaming of pee, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah. you dream of waterfalls and rivers and shit. Oh, shit, yeah. now I got to pee. Um, <laughs> you dream of all these things. This is the first time I've dreamed of pooing. Like, I, I had this, this dream where I was, like, getting up to go to the bathroom, uh-huh. sitting down, shitting, and then I was like, all right, I'm done with this part, because I'm usually a little bit cognizant of my dream, so I'm like, all right, I'm done, I'm done dreaming this. And I get up from the bathroom, and I go, and I, I, I'm in the living room, and I get up, and I go to the bathroom again, I gotta take another shit, and then I gotta take another shit, and I gotta take another shit. It was just You're a just dream. dreaming about shitting yeah. over and over it's again? it's just a dream where I gotta take him, get up and take a shit, and finally, I get up and I take a shit, and it's just like... It's almost like, like imagine if you had a junkyard. You know how junkyards, they have those little cranes that come down and pick up just a, a big pile of shit? Yeah. And then they let go and it just like kind of collapses? That's how I shit. Hmm. It was just like everything came out at once, just awful, awful Like diarrhea. a shredder. Uh, like a shredder with like lumpy oatmeal Okay. that was made out of poop. Okay. That <laughs> Sean's like in the grossest face. Anyway, man, we you all- You got incepted. Uh-huh. About shitting. Oh, that's shit, what happens. Shitception. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I went downstairs and I met up with the producers and I said, guys, did you did you guys have food poisoning? And they're like, Yeah. Every every single person had this exact same diarrhea. Food poisoning, real wait, big wait, problem. Wait. How long did it go on? Uh for me, for me, it was just once. But then okay, because food poisoning goes on for a long time because yeah, the bacteria keeps weekend. flourishing. Keeps yeah, it's like a twenty-four <laughs> yeah. hour plus thing. Yeah, well, that was an upset stomach caused by maybe something a little wonky that you guys all. How much ate, hot but, sauce did you drink? Uh, n- n- not not a lot. That's I'll your tell problem you, right there. I'll tell you why, Sean. I, I've had diarrhea. I've had diarrhea plenty of times, and I'll tell you why this was absolutely food poisoning. And and I think because I got it out of my system fast enough that it, it didn't affect me so much. But I'll tell you why it was food poisoning is because. My stomach felt like it. There was heat. There was like it was on fire. Like that was definitely a sign of food poisoning. Like it. It absolutely felt like it was generating heat, which is a really bad sign. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, all better now. I hope. <laughs> anyway, dude. Uh, food poisoning, big problem. Millions of bacteria. This is from the uh, health. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Never mind. This is just for the dipshits. All right. Antibiotic. <laughs> <laughs> the dipshits, though. Like, that's. They're such morons, dude. It's Flight. not moronic to think that bacteria is good. Well, there is good you bacteria. You know who you are because Maddox yeah. will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly, ba- some bacteria is good. Some, like, most flight is good. <laughs> Isn't it, Dick? Isn't yeah, flight so mostly. Yeah, so bacteria would be good. I'm saying it's not a bacteria without the pathogenic part is not bad. Well, I'm saying it. I'm talking about the bad bacteria, the stuff okay. that kills you. Clearly, I'm not meaning the fucking good bacteria. <laughs> when I say when I bring you death as a problem, clearly I'm not talking about euthanasia, you fuckheads. Yeah, but I think Jesus. that's what makes the voters so smart. No, is they not. look at things <laughs> in a global. <laughs> no. They are no. very smart. No, you can't not. look at that voting list and say that's not a good. That's not a good list. Oh, that's not oh, reflective you, of people. Oh, you bet your ass I can. There's a number of problems with the voting, buddy. Um, this is from the New York Times. Dick, you brought this problem in the superbugs, right? Yeah, superbugs. Says, antibi- yeah, it says antibiotic resistant infections lead to twenty three thousand deaths a year. 
Yeah, but this is interesting. In 2007, the CDC estimated that about 100,000 people died every year of, of infections they developed while in hospitals. Um, the estimated deaths, is, this is from CDC, the estimated deaths associated with healthcare-associated infections in the U.S. hospitals were 98,000 as of 2002, I believe this report came out. And they said of these, 35,000 were for pneumonia. Pneumonia is a bacterial infection. 30,000 for, uh-huh, for bloodstream infections. Pneumonia is, is bacterial. Hmm. 13,000 for urinary tract infections. Urinary tract infections result in 13,000 deaths per year. Did you know that, Dick? No. Have, have you ever had a girlfriend with urinary tract infection? I assume most of them have. Have you ever had a girlfriend? Because <laughs> uh, it goes into your kidneys, right? Um, if you don't treat it. Yeah, if you don't treat it. And a lot of girls, like, here's the thing. If you don't get up to take a leak, this can affect guys, too, but it's, it's more, it more affects yeah. Or if you put your finger over your pee hole. <laughs> <laughs> Force it backward into your kidneys. Yeah, I, I definitely felt my kidneys do something weird that day. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, 13,000 for urinary tract infection, 8,000 for surgical site infections, and 11,000 for in- infections of other sites. These are just in hospitals, infections that occur in hospitals. Mm. It's one of the biggest killers in hospitals is just infections you get while you're there. But yeah, pneumonia is a, a nasty one, man. 35,000 deaths per year from pneumonia. Worldwide? Yeah. Well, no, this is, uh, this is uh, according to the CDC, so I think it's just uh, America. This is just America. Mm. Yeah, 35,000 in America alone. and Yeah, this is U.S. hospitals I, I checked. It's huh. a lot. Yeah, man. Uh, more than I thought. Pneumonia is, pneumonia is a, a huge killer, especially in old people. Well, vote up pneumonia, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As a solution. <laughs> so you got all diseases on there? All bacterial diseases? Yep. Brought in every single one. That's my problem, Dick. Bacterial problem. infections. Pathogenic bacteria. The bad bacteria, you, you fucking I- idiots. It's not idiots. You Luddites. You preschoolers. Hey, Dick, by flight, do you mean flight crashes? Hmm. Yeah. By flight, do you mean long lines at the airport? Vote down flight. Are you just mad about death? Yeah. Right. People Still, are idiots. You got anything else on bacteria? Uh, you I got, got any more bunch, stories man. about shitting in, your, uh, shitting in Vegas or something like that? Diarrhea story. I got uh, food poisoning yesterday, too, actually. Mm. Yeah. I got food poisoning. I was at a wedding, and, uh, and so I, I ate a bunch of food. It's good food. I liked it. And then I immediately got diarrhea. And I, I uh, got up and go to the bathroom, and I thought, well, I don't know. This could be food poisoning. could be whatever. It was food poisoning again. I don't <laughs> think that's food poisoning. No. I, no. I think you finally reached that age where you actually have to watch what you eat a little yeah. bit, or you might shit yourself. Food poisoning Fuck is you, like- Fuck you, That's slander. I will sue you. <laughs> I will sue you. I will sue, you the, sue the shit out of you. Uh, watch out, man. You won't you have to get food poisoning. You get stuck in traffic one time, <laughs> man, you will end up cleaning the car for like a couple hours at least. Oh, that, that's happened to me. No way, really? A couple times. Yeah, I've shit my pants in the car. Mm. Dick, how do you shit your pants so much? I, well, okay, well, I'll just bring in shitting, shitting your pants. That's, a, that's my problem. As your problem? Yeah, that's a big problem. Uh, um, hold, hold on, Dick. Don't you have to sleep before you, <laughs> do you shit your pants sometimes? What do you, don't, what? You get, don't you get up sometimes to shit your pants while you're sleeping? Um, I, like, have, uh, I have shit my pants in my sleep. Um, and in that, if, if I were to do it again, I would replace my mattress with a Casper mattress because today's episode is brought to you by Casper. Get $50 toward any mattress purchased by visiting casper.com slash biggest and using promo code biggest. Um, uh. Buying a Casper mattress is completely risk-free. Yeah. I, I don't think it covers shitting in the bed. Uh, they have a true coat option, I think. <laughs> Though, you know, you want to know something? When I, I Did I tell this? Did I tell you guys this story? When I bought my most recent bed, 
they had this this liner option. And I'm like, oh, does it? And he's like, oh, you could do anything. You could pour water on this thing and it will soak through. And I'm like, well, can you throw up on it? And he started laughing. And I was like, no, that's a that's a real question. I'll, I'm not going to get it if the answer is no. Like, consult your research material, please. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a fact. Because this is happening with you or without you. Yeah. Uh, an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Just the right sink. Just the right bounce. You can attest to that, Oh, right, yeah. It's the right bounce, baby. Um, two technologies, <laughs> latex foam and memory foam, come together NASA. for better nights and better days. <laughs> Risk-free trial and return policy. Try sleeping on a Casper mattress for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. We had a guy, a, a, a listener, bought one. And... Uh, he says, got the mattress, uh, pretty cool. Uh, after I opened it, I realized that I don't have a box spring, too. Yeah. So um, You don't need it. Okay, you don't need it. I was going to ask you, because you also don't have a box spring yeah. with yours. No, don't get a box spring, guys. Here's the best way to, to sleep, especially if you live in a climate that's warm. If you live any place that, that's, uh, that's warm, temperate, whatever, don't get a box spring. Because a box spring is just going to inhibit the flow of air around your mattress. Oh, really? So, absolutely. Yeah, and in, in fact, I would say even say in cold climates, too, what you do is you get a bed with slats on it, and then you just put the mattress right on top of the slats. And any time you want to change the mattress, you don't have to buy a new box spring. It saves you money. It, uh, it, you're cooler in the summertime. You're warmer in the wintertime if you get some, some of the good circulation going underneath your bed. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's great, man. Get a bed with slats. It's way easier to control the temperature. Okay, well, Anthony Lopez, there you go. It's not a problem that you don't have a box spring. Just figure your fucking bed out. Yeah, get fig- some slats, your life get it out. off the floor. Don't be sleeping with mattresses on the floor. There's never an okay time for that. I've dated so many girls who just had mattresses on floors. Oh, no, 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 no. That's bad. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, man, uh, the mattress is great. It's good for banging, dick. Really? Mm-hmm. It's, always, it's waterproof, too. I wonder about those memory foam mattresses, <laughs> like if it will change the way you bang on them. Oh, yeah. Because I've never had one. Uh, the memory foam, they're great, dude. Oh, they're great. You know what the problem is with a bed with, with springs uh-huh. when it comes to banging? Okay. Is that there's too much motion. The, the too whole much bed, motion? Yeah, this, the whole bed is just kind of like swaying, and you, sometimes the bed gets out of rhythm with you. Like, the bed's doing its own thing. Yeah. It's like, no, bed, I'm I doing, I'm doing this thing, yeah. You got the bed working against you. Yeah. You got her working against you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to fuck here. Both of you. I got it from both sides. I get what you're saying. No, no, man. The, the mattress is you great. you both just leave so I can <laughs> yeah, do this right? Get out of here. I'm going into the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> no, the bed is great, man. It gives you just the right support. So that, so uh, imagine, it's like, it's like, imagine if uh, an asteroid was going to hit the planet Earth, right? Okay. But instead of hitting... Bunch of like loosey goosey sand. It hit a bunch of play doh. A bedrock, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, it's almost like play doh. Like it's gonna really set. Oh, like there. thud. Yeah, like it's thud. in there. Okay. You want it? You want a dull thud instead of a, huh. a wishy washy wobbly. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. can see that. It's a good mattress. What's the What's the code, Dick? Casper.com slash biggest. Use promo code biggest. There you go. Thank you this for is, supporting us, and thank you for NASA This for is turning that. into yeah. an infomercial. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go with this problem then. Shitting in your pants. Okay. It's a big fucking problem. All right. Right? Like for some people. Uh, I mean, probably a lot of people. Okay. Right? You, Dick, you ha- Babies so, especially. So, yeah, so you, you, we kind of teased this earlier, but you well, I have said I was so many sh- pants shitting stories. Why? Um, It's a, lo- a mix of... Alcohol and overconfidence. Okay. Yeah. True. That is exactly it. Yeah, yeah that's why. <laughs> that's exactly. And also because the digestive system is just poorly designed. You know, I I, I don't know. 
I need it needs to be tighter. Well, like everything it, needs to work a little better. But it's only it's only you and one other person I know who shits their pants all the time, and the other person <laughs> has digestive issues. Uh, I know for a fact he has digestive issues. You, as I far make as my I know, own don't. digestive issues. Yeah, I guess alcohol plays into that a lot. So I said I would tell the story of um, the time I the, at the continuing story of when I pooped in my dad's pants. Oh yeah, yeah. remember that? Yeah, yeah. Let's hear that story. Yeah, I had been um, I'd been drinking a, a fair amount of whiskey. And uh, some of it must have been bad because it was causing me to have a lot of stomach issues. Yeah. Right? So I was over at my, I've, I've already told this story. I was over at my parents' house. I happened to be wearing some of my dad's underpants. How, how does whiskey go bad? Uh, it just does. You know, you can never tell, but every once in a while you run into some bad whiskey that makes you shit in your pants. Okay. Um, it's, not, it's not true. It's <laughs> oh, just yeah. a joke. I didn't, I didn't it think so. Go, it it doesn't sound, go bad at all. Yeah, it just so I'm, fermented. Right? I'm wearing my dad's. Or, no, di- whiskey's distilled. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, go on. Wearing my dad's underpants, a little uh, little bit of poop slips past the goalie, right? <laughs> All of a sudden, I've got like confetti launcher of uh, poop in my dad's underpants, oh. right? So I run into the, I run out, clean them out. I already, I already <laughs> told this story. Everybody already knows this well, story. Well, let's uh, refresh her because that was several episodes ago. Yeah, so I, I clean them up. I clean them up by, by hand at my parents' house in the spare room uh, because I want to sneak it by them. Like, I don't want to admit to my, my dad that I pooped in his underpants his son right his his, his only no dad, son no dad yeah. wants to get, i just want to go dad i'm gay i gotta get out of here don't worry about your underpants right yeah that's he, better he, he wants to hear that hey dad i i graduated college hey dad i'm a doctor hey dad i'm i'm getting married your your son his only son hey dad i pooped in your in your underpants that you loaned me sorry about that did you use the sink to clean them up yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. I use a sink, sink and, and his, the toilet. And his toothbrush, right? No, fuck you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> do you have one of those like washboards, like those old old timey washboards you're doing laundry? In the no, sink? no, no. When you poop, here's when you poop your pants a lot. You what you do is you get a little soap on there. You fold the poop part over, and then you kind of use your knuckles oh, to rub dude. it. Dude, what? What? That's how you. It's kind of like a washboard. That was kind of like a, a washboard. That was that was such a, a rich description. Like I I totally pictured you getting poop in your knuckle hairs. Well, you're talking about what are you a, a magnetic <laughs> trash moving machine in a dump yard? Fuck you, Dick. Don't worry about my hypocrisy. So so I do this all. It's called Dingleberry Knuckles. <laughs> I do have a bit of hair on my knuckles. Oh, gross. So I managed to get away with this, right? I managed to, uh, to and I throw the underpants in the dryer, and yeah. I'm like, oh, done. Great. Yeah. I totally got away with it, and I just don't wear any underpants because I don't want to ask for another pair of underwear to borrow. Like, yeah. Dad, can I get another pair? Like, those displeased me. I want yeah. another pair. He's going to go, what the fuck are you talking about? I just lent you underpants. Why do you need more underpants? So I just didn't have wear underpants the rest of the okay. time. So. I managed to to sneak this by them, right? Yeah. Until I told the story on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Uh oh. So my mom calls me and says, uh, "Oh, Dick, I have kind of a kind of a funny story." And with my mom, that means it's an extremely hilarious story, but it's at someone's expense because she doesn't want to feel too good laughing at someone's oh. discomfort, right? Like so she wants an accomplice, a laughing accomplice? Well, she knows how funny it is because okay. she's calling me to tell me about it. Yeah. And she knows to say it's funny, but she can't admit that it's too funny. Sure, you know, it's like, sure. Yeah, she's just very, very, very sweet. Like she won't yeah. say, wait till you hear this hilarious story about someone getting so fucked up and looking stupid. She'll say like, oh, it's pretty funny, but not too, f- I don't <laughs> think it's too funny. You understand that I find this humor distasteful, but it's something you would like. 
right? That's yeah. the setup to the story. It's like, okay, tell me. So her and my dad are driving um, to Arizona. They're driving from LA to like deep, deep globe Arizona, middle of nowhere. Why were they going for, there? For his mom's birthday party. Oh, it's like her 80 something night. I don't yeah. A birthday party. So they're, dri- they're driving to her house in the middle of nowhere and they put on the podcast. Uh oh. And the story of me shitting in my dad's underpants comes up and he goes, What the fuck? What, was, <laughs> what the hell was that? Rewind. So he rewinds it. My mom says he rewinds it to realize. He goes, What the fuck is this? He's shitting in my underpants. So now <laughs> she says, For the rest of the trip, he's wriggling in his seat because oh. he goes, D- I think these are the underpants. I think these are the underpants he shit in. So he's like, he, cause he, he doesn't know. Like as far as, as far as he can tell, I washed them and then threw them back in with the regular clothes, but he knows I did a shitty job. Yeah. Right. As, yeah. Cause especially the way I told it too, is a shitty. So he's like, I think, I think I can feel it. He's having like phantom, oh. phantom, phantom poop poops. stains. Yeah. yeah. Cause now he's imagining me just cramming them back in the drawer yeah. and poor him puts them on oh. and there's phantom poop residue on yeah, it. Cause it feels itchy. And it, it, you know, you gave him phantom skid marks, <laughs> phantom man. Skid marks. Oh. So now it's in his mind and my oh. mom, my mom's laughing cause yeah. she's, you know, just can't admit that this is why it's funny. She said, this is the funniest thing she's ever seen. Because he's just <laughs> bouncing and wriggling in his seat while they're driving for seven hours Gross. into the middle of the desert. And you know it's going to get hot in the desert and it's sweaty. <laughs> yep. You get that <laughs> butt crack sweat going. So as he's sweating, he's like, it's just, it's just rejuvenating the leftover poop, oh. right? <laughs> so he's in a nightmare scenario. He's got God knows how long till they get to this hotel in the middle of nowhere. And she's like, just calm down. Statistically, those odds are those are probably not the underwear he pooped in, right? There's yeah. 20 pairs of underwear. Unlikely that you would have grabbed the ones he just pooped in, right? You mean the ones on top? <laughs> right. So, but this, this is even worse. So she's, so my mom says that when he gets to the hotel, now he's going through all the underwear. Say, does this have the poop in it? Does this have the poop in it? Does smell oh. this? Does this smell like poop to oh, you? Like going man. through all his clean underwear, <laughs> freaking out. He's like, well, I'm not, fu- I'm just not going to wear this fucking underwear then. Like, oh, this is, you're welcome, mom. This is what he's going through. <laughs> Going to his mother's birthday, surprise birthday party. Yeah. Like his 80-year-old mother's surprise birthday party, I ruined yeah. because he constantly thought he had poop, my poop, in all of his underpants. So my mom calls me to tell me the story, and I'm laughing because, you know, someone's in uh, someone's inconvenienced and miserable. Yeah. And I said, well, the funniest thing is um, I took those underwear home after I did that. Like to wash them again, yeah. Because I didn't want to leave them behind. So this whole time, I had the poop underwear oh. the entire time. Oh wow, that's amazing! So you just let your poor dad suffer for nothing. Well, I didn't even know about it. I found out about it. Oh, afterwards. that's hilarious! That's so funny. Yeah, because you know, I can, I can picture your dad. <laughs> your dad has a very emotive face. Like you mm-hmm. can tell, you can tell what he's thinking. You know, he's one of those guys where you know, you know, uh, you know what he's thinking. Yeah, like he's a very emotive. I can imagine him sit, sitting there with a piece of cake. Like alone with all the, <laughs> <laughs> with all the kids at the party playing and everything. Everyone's having a good time in the background. Your dad's selling, and he's just sitting there, like digging a slice of a, a piece of the cake and putting it in his mouth. All sad, <laughs> thinking about the poop in this his motherfucker. Pants. Is this poop or not? Oh, uh, your poor dad. That's so a big problem. Yeah, pooping in your pants is a big problem, and it happens to everybody. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it doesn't. Hold on. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you fucking idiot. No, it doesn't happen to everybody. Again, you're one of two people I know who, who shits their pants. I, I hadn't shit my pants, Dick, since I was like 12 years old. No. Yeah, uh, until, until recently. It, it did happen. Um, <laughs> when did it happen recently? Well, I'll get to that. But the, the last time it happened before was when I was 12, and I, I came home from school, and my mom was gone. And I didn't have a key to the house. So I was stuck outside. Okay. And I was just running around the house. I had really bad diarrhea. And uh, I was running around the house, and I was like, oh, I'm going to shit my pants. I'm going to shit my pants. And finally, I decided to, to pop a squat, and uh, it was it was fall time. So I just made a nice pile of leaves to poop in, which was a terrible idea in retrospect, because I remember the leaves scraping my butt. And I thought, <laughs> oh, that's why did I make a pile to poop on? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's <laughs> stupid. Dig a hole. That's the instinct. Yeah, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a cat, so I pooped, and then I looked around. Let me build a mound so it's yeah. as close to my ass as I don't possible. Want to, I don't want it to get hurt. I'm a kid, Falling all the way into a hole. Look, I'm a scientist. I didn't know this was my first time. I'm experimenting. What was the okay? logic behind the leaves? I just thought I should have something to poop on. That wasn't the ground? Yeah, just a big th- a pile of something. I should poop on something, I guess. So I, I pooped, and then I looked around for something to wipe my ass with, and I just grabbed a handful of leaves. But these are fall leaves, so they're really crisp and crunchy. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I just... <laughs> oh, my God. I just started wiping my ass with crunchy leaves. And then I looked out of my hand, and it's just covered in shit oh. and leaves. <laughs> and then it's all over my ass, too. So I pull up my pants, and I... <laughs> Are you really gonna gag, Sean? Sean's Sean's gagging. (laughs) What did it? What did it? Is it the? Is it all over the hand, or is it? Is it all over the butt? Sean's dry heaving. (laughs) It's it's the entire visual. The entire visual. Oh my god. Yeah. It's a little boy too. Does that help? No. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking my young bum, Sean. (laughs) Oh, Sean. Oh my god, Sean might throw up. (laughs) (laughs) Sean might throw up on the equipment. I'm good. I'm good. Oh my gosh. Just uh, thinking about the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I pooped and I just kind of did a crab walk until my mom got home and I told her what happened. <clears throat> she was mad at me. Yeah, <laughs> mad at me. I would assume for not for not being able to get into the house. She didn't think think of a plan. But what? that wasn't in your pants. You didn't shit. In your yeah, pants. that wasn't in your pants. Oh, you just good. shit on a bunch of leaves. Yeah, but when I pulled the pants off, there was shit in my pants. So no, that they, doesn't that count. Doesn't count. No, no, okay. no. Oh, that's by proxy. All yeah. right. Yeah. Fine. Then, uh, then erase the last like three minutes of this episode, <laughs> guys. Okay, but it did happen recently, and okay. uh, I was so ashamed of myself because I am, I am like, um, I'm like. 10 for 10. Every time I, ha- I have a fart that might be like a diarrhea fart, mm-hmm. you know, and I, if, I, if I suspect that my fart's going to turn into a shit, I'll get up and go to the bathroom because I don't want my – the worst thing that can happen to a fart is to be promoted to a shit when you don't expect it. Yeah. When you're shitting, that's, that's funny. And you're, you're like, oh, I thought that was going to be a fart, and now it's a poop. Sure. But when you're sitting there playing video games, that's trouble. No. So I was sitting there one day. Um, it was one of those like uh, you know could be either one, could be could be a fart, could be a poop. And I thought, yeah, I'm gonna roll the dice on this one. Yeah, see, yeah. It's, I, my confidence is wearing off on you. I, 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 I rolled the dice and I uh, I farted and a little bit came out. And I yeah. thought, oh no, that's trouble. That's yeah. bad. That's bad. That's bad. So I get up and uh, sure enough, did a safety wipe and oh boy. It was it was like it was like a fine it was like but a, you, you caught it then yeah but it was like you know Bush's baked beans you know the uh, the sauce that it comes in it's like kind of runny yeah 
Yeah, Sean's making that face. I, yeah. I'm getting a little bit of a <clears throat> a little tinge of vomit in my throat, too. I should stop there. But yeah, man, I, that was the only time it's happened in recent memory. You didn't go out, though. With my poop? Yeah. What do you mean? Why, where would I go? Well, out? I've done that recently. You went out with yeah, poop that, in your pants? That happened to me. I went shopping. Oh my gosh, Dick. Why would you <laughs> go shopping with shit in your pants? Well, I didn't know. I didn't do a I didn't do a safety wipe. Whatever. Oh, you didn't do a safety wipe? No, no, no. I just figured it was it wasn't poop. You oh you farted, it was poop. Yeah. And I went out like that. Walking around. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of shit in your pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. What's our what's our time like? All right. uh, I was gonna bring in something else, but do you wanna go? I got a quick one. Well, right. what, 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 do you want to go? Do I was going to bring in breast cancer, but I guess I could do that next <laughs> you week. Wanna, you want to cram in breast cancer in six minutes? No, see, do it for next week. I got one, Dick. I got a quick one. Uh, this So last week I brought in friend-zoned pussies, right? Big, oh, yeah. Big problem, because generally when you're friend-zoned, you put yourself there. It's funny, that one got a lot of, it got a lot of positive and negative responses. Uh, As some prob- some problems do, it's interesting to see which. Like, what some were people, some of the negative ones? A lot of people identified with it, but then a lot of people were like, "I'm, I don't want to f- fucking hear you assholes talk about friend zoning." Why? I don't know. Um, I yeah, I saw some people feel like that they they that they felt like friend zoned victims. They felt oh. like they were friend zoned by people unfairly. Now, generally not, guys. Generally not. If you and and Dick, uh, another thing, I really want to hammer this point home. Last time you said. Yeah, you you believe that either someone will or won't hook up with you, or will or won't be in a relationship with you. But I I'm a, a, a firm what? I'm of the firm belief that what did I say? You believe that either people will or won't hook up with you, or they will well, or yeah. won't. Yeah, yeah. It's but not like getting laid isn't Schrodinger's cat. Like it no. doesn't exist in two. They either will or they won't. No, but it, it that sounds like it's a fifty fifty. It's not always like for example. He, you mean it won't evolve, or he means it won't evolve. Right, like it's like it's going to happen, or it's not, and that's never going to change. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying it you're won't saying evolve. You're, say, you're saying it could evolve. I'm right? saying there are things you can do to improve your chances. Everything comes down to odds. Yeah, and and for example, when I was uh, just use me as an example, when I was more overweight, I attracted different girls, and I, t- I attracted fewer girls, and then I I, I took a care of myself a little bit more, and then I, uh, suddenly my odds improved with different women. Like there are things you can do. What kind that's, of women did I'm you saying. attract when you were overweight? When I was overweight, it was uh, it was interesting. I I attracted. Curvy women. I attracted. I you know Indian women have always been into me. <laughs> really? Yeah, Indian women really like me. But anyway, um, so Dick, I brought in friend zoned pussies last time. But there's another another problem related to friend zone. Yeah. And that's friend zone opportunists. Yeah. Fuck okay. them. Yeah. Because this is something. This is where I think the people who had a problem with friend zone pussies. My problem of friend zone pussies. Mm-hmm. The people who had an issue with it were the people who have been taken advantage of by friend zone opportunists. Mm-hmm. And let me explain what this is. I know this this girl, uh, this friend of mine, who is very attractive, and for the longest time, she had guys who would fawn after her. And she knew these guys were fawning after her, and she had no interest in them. But one day, she calls me up and she says, hey, I'm moving to this uh, this new apartment. Uh, it's It's a new dorm I'm moving to. And uh, I need some help. So she said that she was going to ask some guys in her dorm to help her. Uh, and I said, well, what, wait, what, what kind of guys? And she goes, oh, there's this guy who likes me. And I said, well, are you, do you like him? And she said, no, I have no interest, but I know he'll help me. Mm. I thought, well, that's a real shitty thing to do to somebody. Yeah. If you, Because you know that that guy, he, that guy may have friend-zoned himself. But if you know that someone is fawning after you and then you ask them for favors to kind of lead them on. Because a lot of guys think that if they do favors for women, they'll curry their favor, and they'll 
get in their pants or they'll get a relationship out of it. Yeah. And that's why that's why that whole nice guy thing, and I say that in quotes, nice guy. Because it, it is does nefarious. work. Sometimes. Yeah. But it's awful. It's an awful way to do it. Don't you don't want to no, barter. You don't well, want to barter. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, go I don't want to interrupt your thing, but doing something nice for someone and like then ending up nailing them, that's pretty that's a pretty normal way. That's a pretty w- normal way that people behave. It's dishonest, though. It's a, you, How is you it dishonest? Because if you are doing something nice for somebody, do it because you want to help them because they're another human being and because you actually are sincere and you don't want anything out of it. If you want something out of it, that's when you become a friend's own pussy. That's yeah. when you become one of these guys who just, like, fawn after. I've seen it happen, Dick. I saw it happen, uh, like, a month ago. This it, like It's just guys, like, constantly buy gifts for women and they buy things for women and they're pathetic and they just bend over backwards for it and then the end of the day the woman if she's not interested she's not interested and you're just sitting there wasting your time and money and when it becomes a problem when you become a friend zone opportunist is when you know that the guy is into you and you keep accepting gifts and you keep letting him do things for you because sure. you know he's not doing it out of the goodness of his heart he's doing it because he he likes you and he wants you and if you take advantage of that that makes you an asshole yeah all right those are friend zone opportunists yep you think you that's going to get as high as Friend zone pussies. I, I which one do you hate more? Which one do you think should be like? Which one's worse? I think friend zone pussies are worse because friend zone pussies give rise to friend zone opportunists. No. People who, yeah, guys who are too meek. It's a, it's a buyer's market. It is, yeah. Yeah. If you, a lot yeah. of guys willing to give it away, help. I mean, yeah, give away help. Yeah. yeah. Give away help and buy gifts and things like that. Guys, stop buying gifts for women that aren't into you. Stop. No, stop. Period. You don't need to buy anything. Make a homemade I, card. Just take a piece of paper, fold it in half, and write, uh, what's better than roses on my piano? Open the card, tulips on my organ, wink, wink. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah, I, I, I would kind of agree with that. You know, don't buy, don't buy gifts. Don't buy gifts. Don't do, don't do favors for people. Look, man, once I've established a rapport with a woman, and she knows, she knows that I am not interested in her. Uh-huh. And vice versa, right? Then, if I offer to help her out, I'm doing so as a friend. Like, Dick, yeah. if you ask me, if you ask me to do a favor for you, if you ask me to uh, to pick something up for you or to get to uh, to help you out with something, I would do it because we're friends. Yeah. But if a if a woman did that to me, who I was interested in, and I didn't communicate that to her, that would be dishonest of me to help her because I'm only doing so because I want to get down her pants, right? That's a problem, and that's when I have put myself in a friend zone. And that's when the woman, if she knows that and she takes advantage, she's a friend zone opportunist. They're both okay. pro- they're both big problems, I think. But I think the friend zone pussies is a, is a bigger problem, definitely. Okay. Go vote up friend zone pussies. Yeah, I'm well. I'm with you on the moving thing. Yeah, man, it's just a shitty thing. I see it happen all the time. Women know guys are after them, and they know that they're attractive. And you know when the most nefarious example of this, and it happens all the fucking time, is hot girls in a bar. Hot girls in a bar go out, go out specifically. I've I've dated girls who will get all gussied up, and they'll go out to a bar together, and they'll say, um, they're, they're, and they're all broke. So yeah. they'll say, well, I'll say, well, what are you doing going to a bar? And they said, well, guys will buy drinks for us. Yeah, they I expect said, it. Yeah, but yeah. It, when guys buy drinks for you, do you think it's it's free? Like, do you think that they, there's an expectation? You want to eliminate that expectation. It's creepy that guys buy drinks for girls with that expectation, and it's pathetic. But wow. don't put yourself in that position either. You know guys want that. So why would you take advantage? You know, it's... I, I buy a lot of drinks when I go out, right? Yeah. I, I do that. 
I like buying drinks sure. for people. Everybody gets smashed. Yeah. Let's have a good time. Like, yeah. I'll buy drinks for guys, too. You do, yeah. Um, I remember this one example where I was up at the bar ordering this little pack of, little gaggle of, uh, little murder of girls was behind me. <laughs> murder of girls. <laughs> <laughs> and they're giggling or whatever, and I'm just making conversation. What's what's going on? What are you doing here? It was one of their one of their birthdays. Yeah. Maybe even two. I don't know. One of their birthdays. I was like, oh, birthday. Shots. Let's get some shots. Yeah. Line up a bunch of shots. Yeah. Um, because I think at some point, like, buying a drink means a lot more than it should. It's like a $5 drink, you know? At some point in your life, like, in their, but th- that point in their lives, these, these awful women you're talking about, when they're going out, like, a drink validates their self-worth. Like, oh, yeah, I got this guy to spend $8 on me. Yeah. Right? But at this, at this point in my life, I'm like, I don't really care. Like, yeah. let's li- line up some shots. So they grab them, and they're like, oh, yeah, shot, and then just walked away. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that was a, it was a very weird inner, it felt um, very transactional. Yeah. And it was weird. Yep. Because you, I'm not used to that. You encountered, you, know what I mean? you encountered exactly those girls I was describing, the ones who go out to drink, and they know that some, some poor sh- uh, schmuck at in the In this case, me. In this case, you. Yeah. Which you didn't have that intention, which which makes it even worse for you because you weren't buying that those drinks necessarily to get down anyone's pants. You were just buying it because, as you said, you wanted everyone smashed, right? Yeah, I like I like getting people drunk, and especially being, for birthday shots. Yeah. I always buy birthday shots. And you you were being generous and, and fun and outgoing. Those girls took advantage, and they, and they assumed that you were one of those chumps who buys drinks for girls pathetically at a bar because they're so their their company is so valuable that you're going to sit there and just buy booze for them and shower them with gifts like they're so fucking interesting that yeah. you have to pay them to be there fuck that those are friend zone opportunists right yeah. there those are the type of women hate, i'm talking about i hate about. them enough to remember it to it this day it is awful right it makes you feel shitty it makes you feel used it makes you feel like well you know what at least turn around and say thanks ladies yeah get to know me a little bit but that's it's a that's weird a projection. Like I'm like they think I'm after something by buy like just by spending my time yeah. doing that, like buying him a drink. That it's is like a weird feeling of like, oh yeah, well we're, you're not you didn't earn it yet. Like oh, okay, don't worry. Well, that is the unspoken social contract, Dick. There is uh, there is a, a social contract. Believe it or not, there no. there's a book called I, th- I believe it's called Influence or the po- it's uh, the Power of Persuasion. I think is the subtitle. It's called Influence: The Power of Persuasion. I think is the name of the book. Uh-huh. And in it, it talked about these unspoken social contracts and how you shouldn't accept gifts for free. You shouldn't uh, you shouldn't accept anything for free because there is no such thing really as free in our society and culture because with Every free thing, there is some kind of expectation almost always. There's very few exceptions sure, of, of getting of something for free. This goes out to uh, – I'm talking to you ladies. I'm talking to you men. There is no such thing really as free because there is some kind of expectation, generally speaking. Of course, there is exceptions to these rules. I don't think there should be an exception to that one. I really don't. Like if someone gives you something, you should have the – um, if you don't take it, if you do take it, you should have the grace to s- sit around and talk to them and at least say thank you. Well, this this uh, this phenomenon, Dick, of feeling like that there's an expectation there mm-hmm. is so deeply ingrained. It it may even be uh, instinctual because certain species have this ingrained in them too. I think vampire bats um, have some kind of social behavior that they yeah. that they exhibit. Women and, and vampire bats, and vam- both blood suckers. blood suckers, yeah, yeah. suck you dry. But vampire bats, I think, or no, I think it's a type of fruit bat uh-huh. that uh, shares food with each other. Is that like a gay vampire bat? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I want to suck your blood and then some. Yeah. Hey, happy <laughs> National Coming Out Day, guys. Is it, it? was Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Good job. Nailed it. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, there is a, that's, that's kind of like a social behavior. And it's actually shown that in certain cultures and uh, societies in animal kingdoms, too, uh, that some type of giving and taking and receiving is beneficial to the survival of the species. Mm. So the social contract may be deeply ingrained in our instincts that uh, you give something, you get something. And it's a, it, that's why, that's why I generally don't accept free samples when I'm in stores because they've done no. This is this is in the book. It's an example in the book. They said okay. that free samples work because people feel guilty not buying something. Generally, oh. generally speaking, they feel guilty not buying something. And uh, yeah, it's a really fascinating Whoa, book. I highly recommend this. Could it out. be a really great way to pick up girls. Oh boy! Just give them no, no. Do you remember when you and I went out for Halloween? That year, yeah. and you had that pail of uh-huh. dum dum lollipops, yeah. and I was giving them out to like just walking up to girls. Yeah. Hey, here you go. Yeah, they totally their attitudes changed a hundred percent from versus when I would just walk up and talk to them. Yeah, because they true. took a free sucker. Yeah. Oh man. That so was the future <laughs> is pickup artists walking oh, around boy. with handfuls of candy in their pockets. I see. I did that as part of my costume, Dick. No, no uh, nefarious intention behind it. But I did notice that a lot of girls were stopping to talk and like hang out and whatever. Yeah. I was. I my costume was uh, Grim Reaper, the party creeper, and I had <laughs> I dressed up as a Grim Reaper, and I had a bucket of candy around my my waist, uh-huh. like where my crotch would be. I'm right. like, reach in, grab a piece of candy. Maybe you'll get something more. Maybe you'll get a surprise. But it totally worked. That was a. Uh, huh. That was an interesting. Yeah, that was an interesting, unintentional experiment. What are you laughing at, Sean? Your subtlety and nuance is staggering. Yeah, what? isn't it? <laughs> uh, reach in. There's a. There's something you can suck on. <laughs> there's a. There's a real big dum dum down there. Looks like a Toblerone. <laughs> All right. Uh, you uh, it up? Yeah, man. How many licks to the center? <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever made it without biting. <laughs> Anyway, Dick, my problems this week are pathogenic bacteria. Good. And you got you got learned. You got served. Everybody changed the way you brought that in. You would have just brought in bacteria. Great. Fans taught you a lesson though. Yeah. Can't get away with that kind of shit on this show. Yeah, I don't give a shit. (laughs) Pathogenic bacteria and friend zone opportunists. And my problem was shitting in your pants. (laughs) (laughs) See you next Tuesday. Hey, this message for that stupid fucking asshole called in and insulted Dick's grammar. Fuck oh. you, you probably jerk off in your mouth in the shower. Dick, <laughs> your grammar's fucking fine. I can understand what you're saying, and if he can't, he needs to get his ears checked because there's too much dick in it. Yeah. Fuck him. You're pretty cool. Fuck that guy. Wow, that was a really impassioned yeah. defense of Dick's shitty grammar. <laughs> My grammar is fine. I got his stats for you. Oh, here's more friend zone shit. You want advice on getting out of the friend zone? Oh, let's hear it. This guy's got some good advice. Never been in it. You want to know how to get a girl out of the friend zone? Creepy. Put a finger in her butt. <laughs> and pull him right out of the friend zone. Like a fucking <laughs> fish out of water on a fishing line. <laughs> fish out of water. Oh, my gosh. Fishing what a line. creep. That's a creepy. <laughs> no, although that's true. That's true. Oh, if that's true. If you're hanging out, if you're hanging out with a chick, your finger f- finds its way into her butt, then you're definitely not going to be in the friend zone anymore. Out of the friend zone and into a police lineup. That's oh, assault, well, no, brother. That's assault. I meant like in a date, man. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. What do you mean? You never know until you're arrested. Chicks are begging me for it. A finger up their ass. Oh, all the chicks. Hmm. 
Yeah. I don't find they usually beg for it. Oh, they like it, man. Um, oh, here we go. Maddox, this is Zach from North Carolina. It, while listening to your death rattle about self-checkout lane, uh, I just got to say, uh, death rattle. I was playing it uh, in my car while my girlfriend and I were running some errands, and she turns to me and she says, I mean, I've never had any problem with self-checkout lane. <laughs> and she's a woman. All right? Wow. Man up. All right, we yeah. get deli, food, meats, vegetables, produce. Shit, no, we got a way. Should we got to check no, our ID for all no. the time, and I've never had a problem. Yeah. Pretty sure the factor here is you, buddy. All right? Yeah. And still, take go fuck yourself. Uh. Yeah, I've gone to grocery stores where I need. I was making uh, a big pasta dinner for a bunch of friends. I was buying uh, like ten tomato cans. Those mm-hmm. fucking self checkout lanes. I have to scan each one individually, and they <laughs> put in a delay in there so that you don't double scan because they know that most consumers are idiots. Yeah. So they put in a delay in there. You have to scan one, put it in the bagging area, pick up the other one, scan one, put it in the bagging area. You can't even hold two at a time. It's fucking awful. And then I went in there one time. I was making pizza, so I just needed a packet of yeast. Went down the aisle. Picked Picked up my packet. Oh, one item. Here we go. Self-checkout lane. That's what you're made for. Scan it. Put it in the bagging area. Well, guess what? I did. It's too fucking light. The scale won't pick it up. I fucking hate those things. They always break down. I don't believe you're buying produce, you motherfucker. You're buying monster energy drinks, you dipshit. (laughs) You guys, self-checkout lanes are to urinals what human-run checkout lanes are to toilets. That's a good point. Done. That's it. What? What yeah, like the mean? urinal is nice and fast. You get in there, you don't have to take your whole pants down. Yeah. You just pee and then you get it over with. Yeah. That's the that's the that's the bathroom version of a self-checkout lane. No. No? No. You'd rather have all stalls? So you got to go in there. It makes absolutely no difference. If I'm there. peeing, it makes absolutely no difference. Why, why? In fact, yeah, I would prefer all stalls because if you do have to go to the bathroom, that gives you more opportunities to do so if you have to take uh, drop a deuce. That's a shitty analogy. That's exactly the type of person who uses a self-checkout lane. A dumb motherfucker. He's buying energy drinks. He's buying, uh, I'm sure he's just buying uh, Red Bull and fucking Cheetos and Doritos and going home to his his, uh, his girlfriend. Okay, his, his real smart girlfriend. I'm sure she's a battle axe with hairy legs. She's exactly the type of chick you see at Burning Man.